Yes team, how are we? I hope we're good. Welcome to another episode of the High Performance Coach Podcast. I hope uh, you were able to take an abundance of gold value and uh, some really incredible insights from the podcast last week with the Decker Ironman Athletic Performance King, Mr. Dan Reeve. If you haven't checked out that episode, uh, then I highly recommend that you do so. Uh, my very first in-person live guest and that we've got some incredible guests lined up over the next couple of weeks as well. We are just off the back of our very first uh, High Performance Coach Client event of 2023. This is the fourth time uh, that we've now run one of those. We basically have a training session on a Friday, uh, which is an incredible opportunity for us to now be able to uh, just connect, come together, get a sweat, get a pump, go for a physical endeavor. On the Friday evening, we select team leaders and everybody can go out and they can grab food, they can break bread, uh, have, a cup, have a couple of drinks and just now have the opportunity to now be able to connect more so than anything else before then the big day on the Saturday, uh, whereby we have uh, coffee, peppermint tea and croissants at half nine and then we run all the way through until five before then we book out a function room uh, in the evening time uh, for everybody again to be able to break bread and just really connect and it's for the conversation in the corridors that I believe uh, it's just so integral and so powerful and Having now run this for the fourth time and uh, having had over 100 uh, of our coaches come and spend a couple of days with us, I thought it would be really, really powerful for me to be able to put together um, a podcast on what we do and how we now fundamentally run live events because I think there's so many question marks, challenges, and uh, there's some really key core considerations as well that we found uh, have worked incredibly well, some things that we've done that we feel as though we've almost like failed at and or we've kind of really gained an incredible amount of insight and experience. So over the course of the next 20, 30 uh, minutes, I'm just gonna walk and talk you through um, some key core considerations, some big problems and some things that um, I think you can now consider if you're looking to run live events this year for you to now be able to really enhance your community, your culture, that connection, and just now being able to really put people into a room. So uh, the outcome of today is to now be able to really simplify and provide you with the awareness, the tools, and the systems for you to now be able to really create an incredible event. And first and foremost, I think the biggest and the most important thing is for you to be able to recognize and realize that you're simply the facilitator. Um, you are the leader. You are the person that's now bringing people together, but ultimately it's not really about you. Um, and that straight away actually takes the pressure off because if you can now be the facilitator and you can now be the person that brings people together that are now aligned, that have got similar characteristics, similar traits, similar values. By the way, if you haven't done so already, I highly recommend that you go and check out the community uh, builder training that I delivered a couple of episodes ago because that will really kind of lay the foundations from which obviously we can now really uh, go into uh, obviously today's podcast as well. But you are now um, ultimately the person that's now bringing the right types of people together. And I think, again, for you, that really can take off the pressure and now allows you just to actually really think about the immersive experience um, that you now want to be able to create for those individuals that are now going to be in a room. And again, when I first started running events back in 2015, we'd literally have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people turn up. And again, this now applies from if you're literally going to have three or four people in a room all the way up to kind of 100 plus people in a room. So let's explore five big challenges that I have faced myself and I still continue to face even to this present day. The first one is, I think, a fear that everybody has. And that is, what if nobody turns up? What if I now basically run a live event for my clients and nobody now basically puts, in the hand, puts their hand in the air, nobody turns up and nobody decides to come? 
even to this day, that is still like a little fear that I have in the back of my mind around what if we put it on this date? What if nobody can attend? What if nobody wants to make it? What if actually nobody's really bothered? Um, and you put yourself out there and ultimately there's that fear of rejection. That was always kind of like big challenge number one. That has started to obviously eradicate over time and I've started to now appreciate that confidence needs evidence. And actually the more events you start to run, the more you start to actually appreciate and recognize and just now see the value. And the more you start to obviously create connection and culture and community and the more evidence you can then start to provide. I think obviously that then creates a runway for others to then be able to actually go, okay, I really want to be a part of this. But definitely the fear of uh, nobody turning up and actually no being able to make it uh, is always and has always been the biggest uh, challenge that I've always had and uh, I think have faced. Number two, I think it's the investment. The thought process around how much is this going to cost if I'm now looking at event hire, I'm now looking at gym hire, I'm now looking at doing all this stuff. And we've run events where we've literally been able to um, get a gym or even hire a location for uh, buttons, pennies, and or even for free, based upon obviously the network and the people that you now know. And these events now don't need to be massive. They don't need to be monumental. You don't need to go all out. Um, it's ultimately now going to come down to you. Again, like our investments for each event um, differs depending upon what we're now looking to accomplish and achieve. Uh, the bigger events obviously cost more and we now want to be able to provide an immersive experience and allow people to now be able to really come together uh, with regards to obviously supply and food and all those good things. But um, there's other events that we do little mini meetups where we literally just go and grab a coffee and we catch up for a couple of hours. Uh, and events that I've ran previously, like I said, we've just literally hired a gym floor. I even actually remember running an event in 2016. And uh, we managed to get a hairdresser's top floor um, that was literally just a storage room for that person in Glasgow. And it was full of stuff. Um, it, it had like settees, uh, cloths, um, sheets, uh, paint pots, you name it, it was there. And uh, I remember spending a full day uh, with one of my friends, Tony, um, actually clearing out uh, this venue we basically had brushes, we were basically cleaning, scrubbing, and just trying to now uh, make sure that that room is now gonna be presentable because we got that facility for free. We then basically hired chairs from a company for 50p a chair, um, and we literally just got a projector that cost 30 quid and then just chucked it on the, um, onto the wall. <coughs> Apologies. And again, um, like that was even just like us now going, right, okay, start now, get perfect later. So there doesn't necessarily need to be a big investment and a big cost to it. You can now do it at minimal um, or you can do it at maximal, depending upon um, what you now feel as though is applicable to you and where you are at this present moment in time. Number three, I think it's trying too hard. Actually now thinking, right, okay, it needs to be this big, massive thing. It needs to be this massive experience. I now need to make sure that absolutely everything is really, really perfect and really, really aligned. And you put all this pressure um, on yourself for you to now be able to make it this like big um, game-changing thing instead of just now thinking, right, okay, actually, do you know what? Bringing people into a room, into a space, being able to actually connect um, in a safe container and being able to have some incredible conversation can be so, 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 so powerful. And it now doesn't need to have the lights, the flashes, the bangs, the pops, and everything else that now comes along with that. But just simply being able to have good conversation and good connection can be incredible. Which brings me into point number four, and that is the almost the pressure and the expectation in the buildup that you almost put yourself under. And I think as you run more events, it starts to get easier because you build still systems and processes. But certainly I know for me, there's like so much to do. There's so many things to consider. There's so many people to contact. Um, I'm very fortunate now that I have a, an incredible um, 
client admin and somebody who uh, supports me and that goes by the name of my mom uh, who's still looking after me to this day and uh, she now obviously prepares and manages and sorts out all the events and uh, does a lot of the liaising which obviously takes a lot of the pressure off me and uh, again allows me to then focus on the key important parts of obviously the delivery and the experience that we're now looking to create. Um, but there's definitely a pressure and an expectation of all the things that you need to do, uh, all the things that you need to action, the content. Again, what if people don't like each other? I want everybody to have a good time. Uh, again, what if people don't turn up? What if there's a problem with X, Y, and Z? And again, I think they can almost just feel like on top of everything else that you're doing, there's almost this pressure and this expectation um, in your own mind. Because again, you want it to go incredibly well. You want everybody to have a brilliant time and you want everybody to be able to walk away. Um, having enjoyed themselves because of the time and the investment that they will have made uh, in terms of time, effort, and potential cost and travel for them to now be able to get into the room. And number five, this is one thing that I think I wish that I knew sooner. And I say this to every single individual that's now running a client event, even if it's only three people, or even if it's 50, 75, 100 people, there's always now gonna be a come down. There's always now gonna be off the back of it because there's so much hype in the run-up. There's obviously the pressure, the expectation, there's obviously all the planning, all the preparation, all the organization. You're then in a room, you've obviously got this connection, you've got this cohesion, you've got this energy. Uh, obviously there's your social battery that's now starting to almost uh, take a hit as well. Uh, and off the back of it, I think you expect to feel like on an absolute high because you've just done this thing. But the biggest thing that I um, have to raise awareness around even to myself and obviously to the people that we now work alongside that will obviously now run events is that there's usually a massive come down because of all the things that I've now mentioned. And what goes up has to come down. So it's just about managing and just now taking into consideration obviously the come down off the back of the event and just now planning, preparing and making sure you've obviously got that space. You're just managing your diary appropriately and managing your energy uh, to obviously take that into consideration because yeah, I think you expect to feel a certain way and when your expectations don't match reality, that's usually when there's obviously a problem. So just now preempting and just now planning the come down that is gonna happen off the back of the event due to the high, due to the conversations and everything we've now spoken about. So they're the challenges. Let's have a look at six key core principles. <clears throat> Number one, how can you create an immersive experience? How can you now create an experience that now allows people to feel connected, that now feels, uh, allows people to almost have that emotion, uh, allows people to now be able to walk away with that like almost like feeling more so than anything else. That immersive experience obviously um, can come in many different forms, but I think as always, you're now looking to really create an immersive experience where people now feel like they feel listened to, heard, understood. They feel like they belong. They feel as though they've got a shared purpose. They feel connected. Uh, they feel looked after. They feel as though they've got a voice. Um, you know, that's really, really, really powerful. Immersive experiences can also now come in the form of obviously visual, audio. Um, and again, it's just about now looking at what am I looking to create? What am I now looking to build? What's the experience that I'm now looking to uh, provide? But if you can now create an immersive experience, which can simply just be bringing people together and putting people in a room, that's always gonna be at the forefront of everything you now wanna do. Number two, clear, uh, create clear intentions of what the day is gonna be centered around. So the event that we ran on the weekend, was centered around charisma, character, and communication and connection. That's really what we wanted the day to be centered around. So even coming into the room, even in terms of the activities, even in terms of uh, the kind of quote unquote icebreakers, even the guest speakers, everything was now centered around the theme. Um, and that actually now allows you to obviously now create um, a little bit of a focus for the day and people also now know what they're walking into. Um, and I think as well, it allows you just to get centered and it means that you're not then gonna go off in too many different directions. So even just now having a theme, I think can work and can be incredibly powerful and really setting the intentions for the day as well. Obviously, as 
you now start. So this is now what we're looking to accomplish and achieve and even getting them to set the intentions for, for the day as well. Like you're in this room or you've basically made the trip, you've made the um, commitment to now be here. So what's your intention for today? What is it you're now looking for? And um, what is it you've now really come for? And also within that, what's gonna now allow you to stretch your comfort zone today? Um, and what's now gonna allow you to walk away a better human being, a better person, feeling as though that you've now challenged yourself. So even being able to set intentions for the theme of the day, being able to set intentions for um, obviously what you now wanna be able to accomplish and achieve, and also what you then want the people in the room to be able to accomplish and achieve can also be really, really powerful. Number three. One of the most influential things that you can now do to get more people into a room is preempt the challenges and frame. A lot of people actually, I, I don't even know for myself, when I used to go to events, and even some events that I go to now, I can feel a little bit uncertain, uneasy, uncomfortable. Uh, walking into a room where you don't know anybody uh, can feel like a challenge. And even going to a different place in a new space can often feel like, um, again, you're out with your depth, you're out of your comfort zone. And um, again, everybody obviously has different bubbles that they now live within. They have different needs, different wants, different values. And obviously a lot of people will potentially be um, resistant to obviously attending events because of uh, certain challenges that they obviously have. So it's about how can you now uh, preempt the challenges? So one big thing that we now do is we will uh, basically put a video into the group. Uh, even myself or one of the team members will do that. And we'll basically just talk about, here's some of the challenges. Here's basically what everybody else is now gonna be thinking. Here's what others are now gonna be feeling. Here's the challenges we've had when we've been in a room. It's normal, it's okay, it's understandable to feel that way. Um, and again, the big thing for us is we now want you to be able to feel safe. We want you to be able to have do, 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 do. So again, your ability to preempt challenges and frame will be really, really powerful. So address the elephant in the room. Think about all the reasons why somebody may not uh, come to your event and actually just normalize those and allow those to actually like be um, accepted. And actually what you'll find is that other people are like, yeah, I feel the same, or yeah, I feel the same, or yeah, I've been thinking exactly the same thing. <coughs> Apologies, and not only that, um, it also allows you to actually have other people who potentially have been to events before, or maybe been to something that you've maybe ran before, to be able to go, listen, I felt the same way, but as soon as I got into the room, ah, my nerves completely went away, and I felt connected, and I felt this, and I felt that. And again, that also allows you to create some evidence. So putting a video into your Facebook group, into your WhatsApp group, uh, onto social media, and just preempting the challenges and being able to frame that, again, can be so, 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 so powerful. And if you do know anybody that you think may have one of those challenges, just again, allow them just to feel connected, allow them just to normalize those feelings and then just hold that space. You're not there to provide them with a solution or like tell them how different it's gonna be. You're simply just allow, you're allowing them just to um, have their rationale and the reasonings normalized. Um, and that can often be so powerful and can actually be the stepping stones that allows you to get more people into a space, which can be incredible. I can't remember what number one, I think it's number four. Think connection, not content. This is probably one of the biggest mistakes that we've now made. Thinking, right, okay, we need to be able to create as much content as possible. People are now coming from the content. Um, but the reality is people now listen to me speak every single day and every single week. Um, the biggest thing that we actually now prioritize and focus at that event, was, which was like an immersive experience and a connection piece like never before. We have never had feedback like that. The room, I can't describe. It's a feeling that you'd literally have to be in. Um, and people have just been blown away by the ability to now be able to connect and to feel as though they found their people, which is absolutely insane because we gave them more chance to connect above and beyond 
being a coach, being a gym owner, being an online coach. And one of our incredible clients, Porik, who's been inside the program for over two and a half years now, um, actually came to me and said, Joe, I'd love to do this connection piece at the very, very start. Um, or actually, he didn't say that. He said, I've got a connection piece that I think will be really, really powerful for you to deliver. And I said, uh, dude, I don't think it'll be powerful for me to deliver. I think it'll be powerful for you to deliver. And I think what a sign uh, <clears throat> and how powerful would that now be? And he basically delivered a, a connection piece on who are you? So if you strip away the gym owner, you strip away the online coach, you strip away the personal trainer, who actually are you? How would you identify yourselves? Uh, what are the one to three things that you would now say? And in doing that, it just allowed people to actually now think differently. And also, again, like something for you to be able to think about in your content, because that connection piece on a more um, human level can be so, so powerful. And that really set the tone because it allowed people to actually now almost like distance themselves from the identification of them being their job or them being their title and actually allowed us to, again, really create more cohesion. So we have far less guest speakers and everything we now centered it around was actually more connection, uh, less content. And actually doing that, realizing and appreciating that people don't, don't need more information. They actually probably need a container where they feel safe, they feel connected, they can work towards a common goal. We did some incredible activities um, and doing stuff like that can be so, so powerful. So think connection, not content. You do not now need to like come up with this revolutionary piece of content or training or what a gym session that you're now gonna deliver or conversation you're gonna have if you're gonna take your clients for coffee. Just give them an opportunity to now be able to chat and come together. Um, and again, think about the connection and getting to know them, human first approach and everything else will then follow. And I think above and beyond that, a couple of things for you to now be able to consider that you can now use and you can now apply um, that I think will be some incredible connection enhancers that we've now um, started to implement and we've used previously is number one, like who are you? Describe like, you know, what are one to three things? Like um, how would you describe yourself within that way? Um, another one that you could now use, which has gone down incredibly well that we took actually from the England rugby team was like, who's been your biggest hero? What's been your biggest highlight? And what's been your biggest hardship? The triple H. Um, we could now do something along the lines of writing a letter to um, your future self. <clears throat> or somebody that you now appreciate, uh, that can work incredibly well, because it again, allows you just to sit within that moment and it allows you to almost like pay it forward and actually allows you to future focus. Um, you could do now a, like a personal timeline reflection. So, you know, look at uh, the last 10, 15, 20 years, look at your life, look at the, you know your earliest memories and think about the three to five biggest challenges and what's been your biggest strengths that you've now actually been able to gain off the back of those and then potentially getting people to share and connect obviously on that level. Uh, you could obviously now get them to tell a story, a defining moment, something that's obviously now shaped and molded that really stands out for them. Um, or you could do some puzzle solving and some games and stuff like that. Some things that we've run in previous events like we bought Jenga and stuff like that. Again, just bringing out that childlike play and again, just not being serious and giving them the ability to now be able to connect can be incredible. So there's a few things that we've now done previously at the end of events, at the beginning of events that have worked incredibly well. And uh, again, something for you to now be able to just consider and just now play with. And as always, there's no right or wrong, there's no good or bad, and this now isn't the right way. I'm just telling you some of the things that we've now implemented action that have worked incredibly well. And every single event we've ran has just got better and better and better and better and better uh, because of these small little principles that we've now started to put in place. Another key factor to consider, and this is also the pressure and the expectation um, challenge as well, is like, 
just expect a 10% drop off. At every single event that we now run, um, if we now basically say that we're gonna get 110 people there, we're gonna basically expect uh, for us and others to have a 10% drop off. We expect that we're gonna have 20% be uh, 20 people there, we're gonna expect a 10% drop off. It just now allows me to frame it in my mind and it allows me to become okay when people say, I can't get a train, there's been a train strike, my dog's unwell, I can't get time off with the kids whatever it now might potentially be. Um, just expecting that 10% drop off just now allows you um, just to give yourself a little bit of distance, a little bit of space, and also that ability to never to normalize that so you then can't be disappointed when people do drop off due to normal and natural considerations um, and logical um, reasons as well. So that's also been really, really powerful for us to be able to just kind of have that awareness as well and just obviously take that into consideration. And then also document get testimonials. The biggest thing right now in the market is actually just getting people to actually see inside your program. And again, like your ability to now to show that immersive experience, show what people are up to, uh, getting people to actually now, you know, document the day um, and just show the energy, show the connection, show the charisma, um, actually get people to talk about their experience and how they found it, etc. can be so, so powerful. Yes, there's gonna be an investment associated with that, but the ability for you to now be able to put that out on social media um, and actually, um, appreciate your clients, appreciate the day, appreciate you know what you're building, what you're creating, not what you're building, what you're creating, but what they're building, what they're creating, can be so powerful. So the ability to never to document that and get testimonials um, can be absolutely immense. And if you are now looking at getting testimonials, a um, couple of things that we now do is obviously uh, we look at a vast array of different coaches who at different timelines, different experiences, different levels, they've been with us, some people have been with us three years, some people have been with us for four weeks. And what we're now looking to do is create <clears throat> differing experiences. So somebody 30 days in, how have they found it? What experience have they had? And um, what benefits have they seen? What reservations did they have initially? And what would be their kind of like feedback based upon them only just tasting and experiencing it 30 days in? All the way then through to somebody who's been in the program for like three plus years. And if you are now looking at some uh, testimonials for clients, um, you want to get a pen and paper ready because I'm going to now share with you exactly uh, what it is that we now do. So we basically have name, how long have you been part of the program? What was life like before joining the program? What has been achieved since being a part of the program? And what impact has this now had on other areas of your life? And if um, there's a coach who's hesitant to sign up to the high performance coach, what would you say to that person? Or what would you go back and say to yourself X months ago before you signed up? So again, if I can now go back six months and I can now speak to the Joe who was basically sat on the fence, who was watching all the content that was um, like looking in and thinking <clears throat> that'd be cool, but I'm not sure that's me or I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to get the results or I'm not sure whatever story, I would now say to that person, do, 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 do. Um, so again, there's a few there's a few questions you can now use that you can now start to send out. We will shift and alter the questions based upon obviously the person, but that's a just general framework that you can now use that you can now go and plug and play. So I hope that's been beneficial, useful, insightful thus far. Let's shift gears and uh, let's now land the plane with some practical actionables. Number one, the greatest way for you to now be able to build connection and bring people together is gonna be able to uh, break bread with one another. The ability to now be able to share food um, and just share that experience can be absolutely immense. That now doesn't mean that you need to go and basically wine and dine them, etc. That literally could be coffee and croissants, as an example. Uh, we obviously take our guys for dinner. We obviously have lunch and all those good things. Uh, and we just now want to be able to provide them with that experience. But there's also plenty of times, like you say, we go and just do something like easy, have a breakfast, whatever it now might potentially be. 
Number two, the, the ability for people to go through a physical endeavor together. Think about like when you played sport or you're in a team or you've done something hard um, and you've done it with somebody. That physical endeavor brings people together, which is why we do the training session on the Friday. And that now might even potentially just be a walk. That now might be a hike. That now might be, uh, Leanne was gonna do uh, like a mixed martial arts class or a self-defense class. That now might be hot yoga. Uh, you know, that could literally be anything, but doing a physical endeavor where you bring people together, you have some fun, they get a sweat, they get a pump on, they move. Um, again, just opens up the conversations and brings people together. Number three, if you're gonna run an event and you're gonna bring people together, make sure you have round tables. That road, those round tables allow people to become connected and allows people to obviously now be able to kind of gain more eye contact with one another. And again, it's that body language and it's that openness. Uh, and again, what we suggest is obviously smaller round tables so it's more intimate and it's more connecting instead of obviously now having people in rows and or people you know in kind of like square tables. So just having that kind of like round table obviously creates that inclusivity and creates that space. And again, these are all the small little details that we now really think about. We, uh, after every single like hour, uh, basically do a seat rotation. So if you've got people that come to an event, quite often people will sit next to their friends or people that they now know. Um, or do you know what? When you've got a community, there will be some people that don't necessarily connect as well with one another. Um, so the ability to now be to rotate seats. So after every single training or every single um, activity or whatever it now might be, like just get everybody just to jump up and just change seats. Not only that, it allows them to connect, it might allow them to obviously stretch their comfort zone and have some different conversations and potentially gives them the opportunity to be able to create some incredible friends. So just even getting everybody to change seats after every single talk um, or whatever it is that you're now currently doing uh, can be incredibly powerful. Always make sure they have a welcome at the door. So whether that's now you're meeting them at the gym, whether you're meeting them at a coffee shop, whether you're meeting them in a restaurant, whether you're meeting them at a, you know, at a conference suite, uh, we now make sure that we always have uh, two people at the door just to be able to meet and greet. People are potentially a little bit apprehensive, a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous. They may be in a place where they've never been before. So there's always gonna be that uncertainty. So just making sure you've obviously now welcomed people at the door. We also will put up on Instagram stories, like, listen, this is where you're gonna go. This is where the event venue is gonna be. This is the door. This is what, you know, boom, 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 boom. So then people already know, okay, yeah, okay. So they already have found their way there. So you're just reducing friction and just allowing people just to feel more comfortable, which can be incredibly powerful. We also identify clients that may potentially be a little bit nervous, maybe a little bit more introverted. Um, and we've just now had the awareness that we know that it's a massive step for them to be able to come to an event, which we don't take lightly. Um, and we think that's so incredibly courageous and powerful. Uh, and in doing so, we just now wanna make sure we provide them with a little bit more uh, like connection and support. So we just drop them an extra couple of messages, obviously in the lead up to the event and just make sure they're okay and all those good things. Again, it's just those small little details most importantly. Um, and a couple of additional things that we now do. At every single event, we basically have like a brand or uh, like a team enhancer. So uh, we've given out t-shirts, we've given out hoodies, we've given out three quarter zips. This time, because it was February, we basically got some high performance coach beanies. Um, and again, it's almost like when you, uh, I can only I use it for myself, it's like, but if you play sport or you know you become uh, a fan of a team and you basically get their merch and you basically put that top on, it means something, it represents something. So like even if it's you know like a logbook, even if it's a water bottle, even if it's like a pen, like it doesn't need to be crazy, it doesn't need to be mega expensive and you can get some printed t-shirts for really, really cheap. But even just now giving people like that um, like connection and obviously being able to wear their brand on, that, on their sleeve and to be able to now feel as though they're part of something um, can be so, 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 so powerful. And again, they're the small little details. And for me uh, and for us, it's not what it costs, but what it causes uh, that we find is like so incredibly powerful and so incredibly integral. And a couple of um, considerations to now be able to enhance and allow people to have more of an immersive experience is 
get them to bring a friend, get them to bring somebody that you now think uh, or they now think would actually now massively benefit from the day, uh, that they now think would actually just take so much away from it that would really, really benefit from being in a room with these people. Like having that sense of belonging and people, putting people into a room like that can be so, so, so incredibly powerful and you don't wanna now take that lightly. So if there's an opportunity for them to be able to bring a friend, that uh, can also be incredible. And not only that, again, gives you the opportunity to connect, build relationships, build rapport, which then potentially later down the line may potentially now lead to um, you know, a new client potentially. Or alternatively, they might have had a great day, they might walk away and they may have gratitude and they may never sign up, but you've had a positive impact on that person's life, which is immense. Feedback shares, asking obviously for feedback and obviously now getting anonymous feedback and also then maximizing, capitalizing on the stories, the shares and all those good things and actually actively getting them to want to do that um, can be really, really powerful and obviously celebrating and that celebrating that can also be huge. And again, just the authority that now brings, the social proof that that um, amplifies uh, can be absolutely um, immense and integral in terms of like your growth and your evolution and what it is that you're now looking to do. So whether it's now an event where you have two people, whether it's now an event where you have 10 people, whether you have now 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 people, um, they're just some considerations for you to now be to take into account. We're still trying to develop, we're still trying to improve, we're still trying to iterate, we're far from the perfect uh, finished article in terms of our events and we only want them to continue to evolve and grow and get better. We only want to continue to reflect and test and tweak and adapt and think about how can we create more connection? How can we now improve uh, the immersive experience? How can we now create, um, you know, a better quality experience for people and how can we now remove certain frictions and just make sure that the energy and the flow and all those good things are going to be absolutely incredible. Um, so don't take this as like we've got it absolutely nailed. This is just simply from having ran a lot of events over the years from three to five people to 10 people all the way through then to our latest event where we had over 100 people there um, and just some key core considerations that I think you can take into account. So I hope that was beneficial. I hope that was insightful. I hope that was useful. And I hope you've been able to just take away something that may be applicable. If you know somebody that is going to be running an event, then I would love for you to now be able to, of course, uh, recommend this podcast to them. Or if you know another coach um, that you feel as though right now needs to listen to some of these episodes. I've had quite a lot of messages from people that have actually now gone back to the start because they didn't realize I had a podcast and now they're almost like binge watching uh, and binge listening to these episodes, which fills me with an immense amount of gratitude. And uh, I hope uh, you've been able to find some uh, obviously value and some gold within those. So uh, some incredible guest speakers, locked, loaded and up and coming. I have so much love for the guys and girls who came up this weekend and also for uh, the proportion of coaches that we work alongside that weren't able to attend. Uh, we have BT Murrayfield booked for our next live event, um, which is gonna be absolutely insane uh, because that is like one of my favorite places to go with my granddad, with my family, with Leanne. Um, and it's one of my favorite things to now be able to go and do. So uh, we're looking forward to the that experience and I'm already counting down the days. We've got mini meetups in Belfast, Manchester, London, uh, Scotland up and coming as well. So we can have some smaller, more intimate days. And our mission is to now be able to really connect and spend more time physically uh, with so many of our coaches and just give them and us the opportunity to now be able to come together on an even higher level. So uh, I appreciate you if you've made it this far. Have an exceptional morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you're up to. Uh, I appreciate you sending my love. Keep being awesome and speak to you soon.